0: Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com dot slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com dot slash weight loss.
1: But it makes sense, Allison. And please do spread the spread the word. This is if you're going to get Kirk's pay per view for this Saturday night. My old friend, mm-hmm. classmate. Yeah. From Winchester High. Uh, that's 10 bucks for one show compared to 10 bucks for 20 shows for our thing. So true. You know?
2: Well, most of our shows, though, you can watch afterwards. Well, right. Just not but, live.
1: But the live event, thats the pay-per-view thing is to watch it live. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing, right?
2: You can talk to Tommy in New Hampshire and Morgan in the chat. And Trish and all our friends.
1: Right. Yeah, there's all sorts of good stuff. Oh, by the way, I've um, yesterday
2: there was a lot of commentary about my sweater with the llamas on it.
1: Yeah, 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 uh, You know where I am on. Well, I don't. You know what? It's fine. <laughs> okay. I'm just, you know, obviously, I have. There's only. What are my um preferences regarding your upper attire?
2: Um. Lower cut, better. Generally,
1: I guess that's one way to put it. That's that's <laughs> pretty much it. I think that's pretty much it. Um, because it's entertainment for me right here. <laughs> you know, lucky you. You know, <laughs> and so while I'm zoning out, while you're going into deep analysis of uh, economics and things like that, I mm-hmm. something to do. So true. You know. All right. So here's my uh here's the thing. Hmm. I don't know. Are you ready for the thing?
2: I'm ready for the thing. Um I can also I have topics if you want. No, it. I know. I I'm I'm just I don't know if you're
1: I want to go through okay, I'm going to take off a, a couple of things. Okay. One this um I don't know what we're doing with the Pearl Davis stuff um and there seems to be like this thing where first of all are we flogging like white women is that what we're doing now? But this thing where, it, it, like, there's this is all around judgment thing on like these women, and I guess it's white women. I guess, um, but like, I don't know why we're I'm sorry.
2: I just find her so annoying. I've like, muted I don't mind her. her.
1: I, don't... I think she's kind of cute, actually.
2: I've muted her because I don't want to see her stuff, and I still see like screenshots of her stuff get tweeted into my feed constantly, which I guess is the point, right? Is she is putting these takes out there. For attention, the latest one is that, you know, um, oh, what's his name? The James Bond guy. Um,
1: Dennis uh, Daniel? No, the
2: Golden Eye one.
1: Brosnan. Oh, right, yeah, right. Pierce Brosnan. Yep.
2: She's saying that, um, well, some other people started tweeting about it, How um, how sad it is that he's trapped with this woman who's fat now. Right his wife, mm-hmm. stay free, stay single, and she tweeted, does this count for men as a successful marriage? Would this be a W for men everywhere? Which, like, obviously it is a successful marriage. She's had five of his kids, and they're still together, and they love each other, and or they wouldn't be, obviously? Well, the,
1: the things that...
2: No, I mean, so, like, so I don't now, understand now, hold why on. she's mad now, now, about hold on.
1: him. Uh, here's the thing about that. Okay. Is that when I was 22 years old, and me and a group of dudes would hang together, we would absolutely agree. Like this is screwed because he's not married to a hot chick. She's oh she does look, she's still attractive. Yeah, um,
2: she's just not but, super skinny. Like, but a but here's
1: the the thing that's astounding is like all these people, including Pearl, and all these people I see uh, saw commenting on that. Many of these people are like college graduate graduates in like and into life a little bit in their twenties and thirties, and they're still this superficial. Like, well, still? yeah, and, 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 and I it- understand they Don't know. It is a plus to have a spouse that looks good. Sure. And it's, a, and it's a nice piece of respect to look good for your spouse. Um but, but she like how look, old look are terrible. we? here? Like, are we sophomores in high school? The whole thing, the whole locomotive called She's life not... life runs you over and niceties like everybody uh looking good are go by the wayside. But the, she's the, also
2: we, not like about to no, be on my six hundred pound life. I
1: understand, but the, but here's the but this idea that like unless you're like can still fit into your prom dress, that should be the number one thing that's important. Like, how shallow are you people? Really, mm-hmm. Who gives a flying f. She's probably in her fifties, I assume, or sixties at this point. I would think so. Yeah, yeah. She's doing adult stuff. Okay, mm-hmm. I understand that like people look at Pierce Brosnan on the red carpet and say, "Well, that's the most important thing in the world." No, he doesn't care to be in the red carpet. It's a part of his job he probably freaking hates. That's full of, um, of um superficial, shallow morons taking stupid pictures, full of empty-skulled flax shuttling you around to have more pictures taken and fake laughs, etc. It's the most plastic piece of crap thing in the world. That part of their life. When they're on that red carpet mm-hmm. together is the most useless, throwaway, disposable part of their lives. But Absolutely. for somebody to
2: point at that and be like, "See, this is why marriage sucks for men," like it, to me, is like such a non-argument. Well, no, but but you had like
1: a perfectly good but marriage. But people they think this thing when they're and I understand it too because I have been superficial as well in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. still am. But like when like when we were first getting together remember we'd be out more so more men would like hit on you and i could, you could tell he'd say hi to me but they're really saying hi to you you know mm-hmm. and and obviously i as a guy i could tell every single time it was happening and you can tell by the tone of people like they assumed that she's much harder than him so i could probably take her from if he managed to get her i could probably <laughs> so and i understand that that's how like guys work and things work but it's so freaking naive to not look any layers but beneath that. You know, like the point is that when I was 37 and you were 23 and you were smoking hot and I was really just a fat slob is that if you're a guy and you wanted to advance on you, you don't go for beating me in the looks department because everybody beats me in the looks department. Obviously, there's something else happening there that the guy should be uh, Right you know, competing for. And it's the same thing with P- Pierce Brosnan and his wife. She has something that is, or a bunch of things, that makes her crucial to him in his life and that he loves yeah. and that he likes. And so to be, like, these empty-headed ninnies on on social media who just say, yeah, look at you he regrets that.
2: I no. mean, but he could cool, get a I, divorce if he wanted to. Right, one. and this like, is also a
1: guy who... I've been watching Pierce Brosnan, and I uh, and people my age who are watching right now have been watching him since Remington Steel. Alice, do you mm-hmm. know what Remington nope. Steel is? No, Carl. Right, it was a a it was like a private investigator um show that he was on, um in about 1982. Mm-hmm. So uh, he was always James Bond in waiting. Everybody knew because right. he was that good looking in that in that English. But this is the guy who was been a global star for almost 50 years, exceptionally handsome, carries himself in a very debonair way. Right. I think he's done fine. You know? <laughs> no,
2: he seems happy.
1: He's, like... Yeah, I think he's done fine to the point where he probably, after a while, when you're a guy, and I, I don't know this because I've only had one 10 in my life.
2: Oh, thanks, honey.
1: You. you know, I assume all the 10s start to blur into each other. And, you know, th- that it, it, you get over it. You know, it, it, it mm-hmm. when, you know, when the next, you know, you know, five foot 11 supermodel walks over to you and says the same stuff. The last one was, I assume you start looking for something and it's just like people, people need somebody who's dynamic to them, who makes right. them feel interested in alive. Like John Lennon could have done better than Yoko. There's no oh, doubt yeah, about looks
2: that. Looks wise. Yeah, for sure. Right. I used to be so mad when I was like, I mean, well, obviously I was never even alive when John Lennon was alive, so mm-hmm. to say that I was in love with John Lennon. Well, at least you, was, you know what, like what the not... great thing about that for
1: you is, Alice, you are absolutely not a suspect.
2: <laughs> That's so true. Mm-hmm. Um, but so to say I was in love with John Lennon is a bit abstract. Mm-hmm. But when I was like in middle school and in love with John Lennon, I like was so mad that he was with Yoko Ono. I was like, why? Mm. I just could not see it at all. But like. Obviously, she did something for him in a way that, like nobody else,
1: got him or whatever. That's precisely what it was. As a matter of fact, he was a guy. He was a guy who was smarter than almost every guy in the room. Mm-hmm. He's obviously world famous, talent, um, etc. But he couldn't figure her out. And he was in awe of her, what he thought is her brilliance. I don't see it whatsoever. But then again, she wasn't communicating with me like she was communicating with her, him. So, and I also just I don't understand why we're beating up like women are getting beaten up. I know that. I guess I'm sort of beating them up too. And I'm not. I'm not I'm not telling women. I mean, we are. We are. We are a, a, an example of, um, you. Well, you actually you dated down in a lot of different ways. I was well, I, well. You like the world of talk radio, so I was radio famous in Boston, mm-hmm. in your cloistered little corner of radio. <laughs> it's still really not a good. I
2: really didn't even know anybody else who was into talk radio, yeah. so but you were only famous to me. I was the first one who
1: picked who answered. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but all I'm saying is that there's people assume like that there's something wildly like wrong or weird with these mismatches. And I always used to assume too. Mm-hmm. And I, well, I still do, you know, I, mean, I obviously, but, but actually to be honest with you, Alice, I think I am, I think I'm lucky because you're, I mean, you're younger and hotter and, and you're lovely, but really the key to Alice's is, is that, is that you're, you're a very intelligent person and a thoughtful person. And you're rigorous about uh, ex- uh, analy- analyzing and, and gaining knowledge, and like that person, like that's a really hot commodity. So, like, I appreciate the hotness obviously because I'm 16 and immature, and mm-hmm. to have an actual like blonde woman around who lets <laughs> me like be near her is like great. But, um, but it's the other stuff is like huge. Is huge, you know, in which is one of the things that, like, has other of my friends like the saying, like, they're always amazed because usually you're one or the other, mm-hmm. you know. So, so I, I also just don't know why we're also like browbeating women and telling if you want to be a woman who's in your th- th- 20s and just hooking up and not, it's like the or it's the northeast or it's the elite blue city thing to do. And mm-hmm. to have be on birth control and go on dates and and it can be a lot of fun. I I do find that pretty much it, once they hit their thirties, that most women are like, okay, but they're ready to pull the ripcord on this one and in take the plunge. Right. And I think they also see that. I, I think that when people, especially women, see married women and married women with kids, they somehow see that. All of these sensitivities that we've been talking about—the superficial stuff—they mm-hmm. see that with that married mom now, that that those things have been cast aside, right? And they're probably wondering how could he, how could Mrs. Brosnan not be prioritizing her figure anymore? Like, what is? Good? And I think that they they're envious, envious of it. Mm-hmm. So they're like, wow, well, wow, well, she still seems to be happy. Well, he still seems to be. And I think that there's almost this, there's this acrimony almost, right, to these people who have moved on. It's almost in a sense that this is going to sound macabre. It's almost in a sense the way, if you like, you know, somebody who's your contemporary or something who dies, mm-hmm. there's a part of you that's like, wow, where are they now? Like I'm back here, they're in the new right. game board here that I can't even imagine that part of the journey. I think there is a little bit of that to that, almost a little envy to when people have, Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously on the level, you know, having, uh, you know, kids spit up and filth everywhere and crying kids, that stuff is like, uh, but to find, I think the mystery is like they, they unmarried people, like look at this or people that have kids look at that and say, why are they, why do they keep having kids? Mm -hmm. And like, there's this unknown thing, I think that is probably a, a draw.
2: Right, and I I think that's part of why Pearl in particular gets so much reaction to this. Is because she's out here saying this stuff and she's, like, not married and has no prospect of being married, seemingly. And just continues to attack people who are, like, not even that much older than her. I mean, she... She also tweeted today, yeah, you can't be that hot at 35. Don't shoot the messenger.
1: She's talking about herself?
2: No, about she's like 27. Okay. So she's saying, like, and she's said before similar things. Like she said, you're hotter in your 20s than your 30s, which generally speaking, unless somebody's like lost a ton of weight, most people do look their best in their 20s and decline into their 30s. However,. To say that people can't be hot at 35 is just not accurate. There's well, plenty it, of hot
1: 35-year-olds. Okay. I have a lot to say on this. Okay. Okay. One, uh, obviously, if you're fresh out of the wrapper at 22 years old, then you're 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 rolling off the factory floor with all new parts. Everything is brand new. So, like, yeah. nothing... Your that skin said, looks great. Your body looks great. That said, you're... there is something there is something attractive about a woman who's lived a little, a laugh line here, there. It's like, there is absolutely. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Yeah. And also there is a certain way a woman carries herself when she's, um, once it's right out of the wrapper, this certain, um, naive bliss of youth Mm -hmm. that it's good. It goes with the new package, but there's also something very attractive about somebody who's, got wisdom, and you carry yourself different Mm -hmm. with wisdom. Like the
2: girl at the gas station in the video yesterday that we talked about in the Patreon show yesterday, who was convinced everybody's trying to kidnap her. Right. (laughs) It's like, I mean, yeah, there's there's definitely something there. But, you know, I know plenty of people who are at 35 are still wildly attractive.
1: Oh, hell yeah. And by the way, you know what? One thing I noticed about H. Pearl Davis Mm -hmm. is... That, she, the foundation of her appearance. Mm-hmm. She could look so she much. She could look better a lot better than she. Because looked. she's foundationally attractive. Right. And and she really she, could, she's doing everything she can to, to plain Jane it, which is a, and I don't know where that comes from, but but one of the reasons that that we always like going to Chicago was, very, mid, mm-hmm. women, looked like a million bucks. They just dulled themselves. And not, I'm not saying like with work or anything like that. Just, just with attitude. And the, just style wise, right? And like the pearl is not doing that. And if she's got all the time in the world, no kids bothering her, no whatever, why wouldn't she? Unless she doesn't want to inhabit.
2: There's some definitely some like weird psychological thing happening there where. She's realized that she gets attention for saying things like this and especially for saying it while looking like all plain Jane. I don't know. I heard somebody say like um, somebody tweeted that she's like the unpickable pick me like because her takes are so designed to like appeal to bitter men. Huh. That Like her version of posting is like thirst trap posting, but like for someone who's not hot. Like, she's telling men what they want to hear. Like, yeah, marriage sucks for you. Women always screw you over. Women suck. They were only hot at 22. They suck now. They're all ugly and over the hill and don't have any eggs left. And, like, you're right to hate all the 35-year-old women because they just... And all the married people and they just... You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's a very, like, pick-me aspect to it. Pick-me? Pick-me. Like, a girl who's a pick-me is it's like a not-like-the-other-girls thing. Like, to... It's.
0: It oh, is that like a guy's girl?
2: Yeah, but it's it's a broader generalization than that. It's like saying it's somebody who's a pick me or who's a not like the other girls. Girl is specifically trying to get guys to like her by seeming, you know, okay. different than other girls. Like I'm oh, cooler. I see. I'm I see. more fun. Very much like a lot of people say that. um the, that Carrie Underwood song, the My Mikey into the side yeah, yeah. is such a like is such a not like the other girls song, like saying like, oh, she's probably drinking some fruity little drink because she can't shoot whiskey and he's showing her how to shoot a comb. But like, see, I'm so like cool and into the I can shoot whiskey kind of, you know, it's that kind of thing. You know, Avril Lavigne is also very like not like the other girls, like not trying to look girly hot, but. Um, but that Pearl is very like, her, the type of posting that she does is very calibrated to get guys to think she's cool.
1: Okay. I've got, I've got Mm -hmm. the example of a pick me kind of person from the eighties. Okay. This woman will always play pick me girls from the eighties. Okay. Mary Stuart Masterson. Do you know her? No. She. Did you ever see the movie Some Kind of Wonderful, Eric Stoltz? No. Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson was the natural beauty. Eric Stoltz was... Uh, uh, um, Mary Stuart Masterson was the kind of... Uh, um, tomboy. Played the drums. Right. You know? Exactly. Kind of ugly duckling, but really beautiful. But, right. But, you know... Like kinda... the super
2: hot chick, but doesn't know she's hot. Exactly. Because she's just like chilling yes. with the guys. For kinda, my
1: like... age, it would be Winona Ryder as well. It was kind of like mm-hmm. quirky and weird and stuff like that. I guess maybe you can... Um, Who's the girl um, with the big eyes? Who is uh...
2: Zoe Deschanel? Yes,
1: exactly.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, there's something there like that. But yeah, it's all it's, it's it's a very specific type of attitude. But a lot of people say that she's like doing that, but like it's like doing that, but for somebody who isn't hot. That her version of doing that is like doing it specifically mm-hmm. in a way that's, you know, that's only for the content. You know, because she's yeah, very yeah. clearly not trying to look hot. Right. She could look way hotter if she put some effort into it.
1: Yeah, but I think that, that part must come from just something... She just doesn't... Supple used to be like that. She, she didn't... She She shied away from looking her best and was always freshman year. Straight... But
2: I think it gets her more... Kind of attention, too, because she posts stuff like this, like, oh, nobody can be hot at 35. And then, you know, she's so plain Jane looking. She gets a bunch of people posting on it pictures of themselves in their 30s looking attractive. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I think it's like engagement farming because it's specifically <laughs> so irritating when you what know that, when you know that you look better than her at 35 to like have her say stuff like that. It's specifically like to get Twitter impressions and get reactions like that so she can make I mean, she must make a fortune on social media, I would think, because she really um she really seems to do it. Tommy in New Hampshire says the not hot gives her license. Oh
1: yeah, I see what you're saying, Tommy. Well said. Well said. He's with me on Mary Stuart Masterson. I guarantee you. Um, Should we move on to apologies for Nazis? Sure. Justin Trudeau now is one of the first to everybody in that parliament who welcomed the Ukrainian Nazi. um, Is now in trouble. Is now yes, in trouble and apologizing.
3: Obviously, it's extremely upsetting that this happened.
1: Uh, the speaker, speaker has uh, acknowledged his mistake. Uh, his mistake? Yeah, who made a mistake? Wait, wait a second. Joining the SS was that his mistake? <laughs> the speaker has acknowledged his mistake. It's like there's huge stories about these guys executing Canadians in World War II. His unit, that guy. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is couldn't happen to a better bunch of uh, uh, current politicians and i love that he says that it happened really Mm -hmm. it just happened it just happened Yep, a nazi was standing in a room and people gathered around him and and clapped for him it just happened hi buddy (laughs) obviously it's extremely upsetting that this happened
3: Uh, the speaker has uh, acknowledged his mistake uh, and has apologized uh, but this is something that is deeply embarrassing to the Parliament of Canada and, by extension, to all Canadians. Uh, I think particularly of Jewish MPs and all members of the Jewish community across the country who are uh, celebrating, or uh, commemorating Yom Kippur today. How great is this? <laughs> it's going to be really
1: important that all of us... No, 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 no. all of us anything. Yeah. You gave the Sandy-O for the Nazi, okay? Right back against
3: russian propaganda russian disinformation and continue Uh our steadfast and unequivocal support for ukraine uh, as uh, we did last week with announcing uh, further measures to stand with ukraine in uh, russia's illegal war against
1: it
2: yeah you notice he caught himself there on the yom kippur too
1: yeah celebrating
2: celebrating Mm because you're not yom kippur it's one of the holiest days in judaism but you're really not supposed to be like happy Yom Kippur because it's all about like right. fasting and repentance and you know it's sort of a serious holiday not like uh it's like Good Friday you know it's not you're not like happy Good Friday when Jesus died it's similar to that where it's like it's a very holy day obviously but you wish people like an easy fast or something you know what I mean? like it's kind of inappropriate to say that Jewish people are celebrating Yom Kippur. So to compile that on top of the Nazi thing, and then, I mean, but but it really highlights, though, doesn't it, how the left has a real problem admitting when their favorite causes don't align together. Um... You know what I mean? Like, they, they have a real problem admitting when, like, their women's rights stuff conflicts with their trans stuff Or when their, you know, pro-Jewish stuff conflicts with their pro-Muslim stuff, or in this case with their pro-Ukraine stuff. Yes. Right? Like, when all their causes don't perfectly line up, and to admit that there are competing priorities is really hard for them, for some reason, which is... It makes life difficult because everything has competing priorities and you can't make Mm -hmm. everybody happy. And in particular, you cannot make the Ukrainian Nazis happy, like in this case, not even neo-Nazis, like original Nazis happy and make the Jewish community happy. Like there's an actual conflict of interest here.
1: Well, but it also tells you like where the priorities must have been. We're so into this Ukraine uh, capture. Yeah. Sorry, Jewish community. That no matter what, oh, he fought against the Russians. Should we maybe check, just, just hear me <laughs> out. do a little bit of research into On this. the off chance that he was a Nazi SS Waffen officer. Just on the off chance. Mm-hmm. Because in the wonder the guy, while, he's, while they're clapping for him. Zelensky's speech received at least
2: a dozen standing ovations. There was also one for this man. A 98 year old Ukrainian Canadian who fought for Ukrainian independence against the Russians during the Second World War.
1: How beautiful is that? Yeah, the it- guy was an actual uniform wearing Nazi, and this uh, this t- group uh, was responsible for a hell of a lot of actual, real, not wink wink, not dangerous memes, not dangerous tropes. These are the right, real, pure videos. uncut Nazis.
2: Yeah, um, and
1: by the way, the guy cried when they gave him the standing oak oh, because he must have been like, wow this is certainly <laughs> I've been a, hiding
2: it all these nice, years a
1: nice turnabout <laughs> Who do, see kyle god i wish he had
2: um so yeah i mean it it's an embarrassment obviously i and we're just as bad in the united states with the ukraine stuff we're about to shut down our government and like not and furlough all the federal workers and not pay them and yet we're still going to be paying ukraine
1: yeah, We're did you
2: see We're paying all this? their did first responders and all those things. No, we didn't talk about this last night, but yeah.
1: It's amazing. 60 minutes actually may have just blown up a hole in the entire Ukraine effort.
2: I mean, it's pretty bad.
0: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you.
2: American be, taxpayers mm-hmm. are financing more than just weapons. We discovered the US government's buying seeds and fertiliser for Ukrainian farmers and covering the salaries of Ukraine's first responders, all 57,000 of them. That includes the team that trains this rescue dog named Joy to comb through the wreckage of Russian strikes looking for survivors. <coughs> And the US also funds the divers, who we saw clearing unexploded ammunition from the country's rivers to make them safe again for swimming and fishing. Russia's invasion shrank Ukraine's economy by about a third. We were surprised to find that to keep it afloat, the US government is subsidizing small businesses.
1: That is pretty devastating.
2: Mm-hmm. And the, so. We're paying for everything for Well,
1: that. right. I remember. Um, in, in two thousand year of the Lord the year I got the Lesbro the Subaru, mm-hmm. so two thousand eight or you, nine, yeah. I um got in an accident with the Subaru. Mm-hmm. I was it was, a, it was a mess, but and I couldn't use my left hand, so I got in an accident because my hand was messed up because of because of the Greyhound. Doesn't matter, but so anyway, so. So the front fender was all broken. Mm-hmm. And so I went to the insurance adjuster. They had to drive down there to see the guy and whatever. And he said, and he's going to all the, all the, um, all the, uh, he's looking around at, at the car. And he said, yeah, we we'll get you this one of these ones. This. And, he go, and he said, uh, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to value this at about $1,000 of damage and we're going to fix. And I said, I was hoping for much more. Mm-hmm. So I said, just a, that's, a, 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 I said, but you're we, we, not going to, I don't get like a new, that part of the car doesn't get to be all new. And he said, no, we're not restoring it to its factory look. We're restoring it to how it looked before you got hit. Mm-hmm. And I was disappointed, obviously. Mm-hmm. But like, we're restoring Ukraine to its factory look. Right. It's, it, you, we, you don't have to feel any hardship on the economy. You don't have to take care of any of your own first responders. Like we're we're training the dogs. They're busy fighting Putin for us, right? Obviously. It's ma- it's freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. So we're essentially we're propping up. There's their no infrastructure Ukraine even. right now. No, there's there's the United States. Right.
2: Somebody in the chat called uh, Tommy New Hampshire called it the 51st state. In yes, the chat, it is. We're completely. Except we don't even do this for any U.S. state.
1: No, <laughs> Maui? Like,
2: there is nothing like this in our own economy and in our own country, and it just compiles with the feeling people have that between the illegal immigrants and Ukraine, like the last people on Washington D.C.'s list are you and me. Well, right. And you know, did you see Menendez isn't stepping down too? He announced no, he's, he's fantastic. He says he's not going. Anywhere. I am. He's I am one hundred percent. He's not resigning. He's I am there. He,
1: I'm all about Menendez. I'm endorsing him. We're, like I told you, Alice, when we get money, after, after my pitch to mm-hmm. all these people to get us to, to donate, we are going to be donating to Menendez. Okay. I'm all for it. What was he saying? I I, got the, I have the audio here somewhere. What was he saying? It was that, um, oh, yeah, yeah. That, did he, uh, okay, here he is.
3: Egypt, for human rights abuses, the repression of its citizenry, civil society, and more. Those who now are attempting to malign my actions as it relates to Egypt simply don't know the facts. Third, for 30 years, I have withdrawn thousands of dollars in cash from my personal savings account, which I have kept for emergencies and because of the history of my family facing confiscation in Cuba. Uh-huh. Now, this may seem old-fashioned, but these were monies drawn from my personal savings account based on the income that I have lawfully derived over those 30 years. I look forward to addressing
1: That's the cover story. There you go. That's what you do if they ask me about how I have all this money. I've been withdrawing it from my savings account. (laughs) Good luck with that. I do endorse him. I am a Menendez Mm -hmm. guy.
2: Um, The stuff with Russell Brand and Rumble is still not over, by the way, because they've refused to take him down like YouTube did Over essentially nothing like I mean I'm not saying it's nothing. I don't know what happened with these girls or whatever Mm -hmm. I wasn't there who cares but at some point like you have to go to the police if you have a problem with somebody that's criminal in that way and like clearly nobody did so you know what right YouTube has to decide to carry out an extrajudicial proceeding to say that the guy can't make any income anymore is wild to me but anyway rumble didn't take him down and so now they could be taken offline in england like you won't be able to access rumble anymore in england in the uk because of their uh, dangerous policies that allow russell brand who it's not even about anything he's done on his platform. Which is what's so crazy. Right. It's about somebody accused him of doing something fifteen years ago. I'll, John Hinckley
1: Junior's <laughs> <is> on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> he shot Ronald Reagan in the heart.
2: Right. I mean, um what's his name he's on you on um on Twitter posting videos all the time. I'm not sure if he's on YouTube, but um what's his name? The football player. OJ right he gets to post on social well, media he and went like,
1: through the litigation process let the record show <laughs>
2: it's so true not guilty <laughs> um, uh yeah i mean but but yeah there was an actual crime but nobody's even like charged russell brand with anything like i don't understand how it can be that the uk is gonna take like not allow their citizens to Gotta access to rumble because it's too dangerous to have somebody on there who somebody says did something 15 years ago
1: yes <laughs> like, so he has it to be just, destroyed Doesn't
2: make any sense but the ap has now gone after rumble too did you see this no the second republican presidential debate will be broadcast wednesday on fox business network and univision but the exclusive online stream will take place on rumble an alternative video-sharing platform that has been criticized for allowing, and at times promoting, far-right extremism, bigotry, election disinformation, and conspiracy theories. By bringing viewers to rumble to watch the GOP debate, as it did with the first one last month, the Republican National Committee is driving potential voters to a site crawling with content that flouts the rules of more mainstream ones such as Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Earlier this year, RNC chairwoman Ronna McDaniels said that using Rumble instead of YouTube as its live streaming partner was a decision aimed toward getting away from big tech. Asked about the criticism against the platform, the RNC said in an emailed statement that hate, bigotry, and violence is unfortunately prevalent on every social media platform, and the RNC condemns it entirely, but the RNC does not manage content or pages outside of our own. As it should be. Like... Oh, I'm sorry. Some people post, but you're now responsible for every video posted on every platform that you go on. (sighs) Rumble prides itself on being immune to cancel culture. Its website says everyone benefits when we have access to more ideas, diverse opinions and dialogues. That approach has catapulted the site to popularity in recent years as many conservatives have sought alternative social media companies um the company's been backed by conservative donors such as venture capitalist Peter Thiel and Republican Senator JD Vance of Ohio has 44 million active users per month etc
1: so um, somebody uh, so
2: but this is clearly like a coordinated thing is Rumble stood up to people and said we're not taking down Russell Brand and there's an effort now to discredit the entire the entire platform yes so that's where we are and then at the same time we have this court case going on have you followed this at all this is about the biden administration contacting the big tech companies and telling them to take down content and
1: stuff uh yeah it didn't just play out last week
2: so there it's still it's in process essentially so there there's been some back and forth on it it was in the fifth circuit and this has been confusing for non-lawyers including me um and you know some people were asking me about it and i didn't fully understand because the fifth circuit um court of appeals had issued a decision which is out of their group of judges who's on that circuit court of appeals they have three of them issue an opinion and they had kind of limited a little bit Um, the earlier decision that prevented the Biden administration from contacting social media companies. And the Supreme Court was looking at this. They had just pushed their decision back until Wednesday of this week to try and decide whether to leave that in place or to, you know, to block the Biden administration more from contacting social media companies to tell them to take stuff down. Um, But the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals actually granted the plaintiffs, who include like the state of Missouri and Louisiana and stuff, um, a rehearing of it. So the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, the appellate court, wants another whack at it, which essentially, according to lawyers that I'm seeing talking about it on Twitter, is fairly unusual for the court to say, hang on, we want another turn at this decision, and Mm. indicates that probably they're going to go back to restricting the Biden administration even more and maybe even making it so the Supreme Court doesn't even take it up Mm. um, if they make it more restrictive on the Biden administration. So
1: yeah, that's seemingly
2: seemingly kind of bad news for the Biden administration on that. We'll have to see how it plays out because, like I said, the Supreme Court gave themselves a deadline of Wednesday to make a decision on what to do about it you know, whether to hear it, whether to leave the lower court decision, what to do, but um but apparently this was like a pretty big development today that um that is a little bit in the weeds but sounds like it's bad for the Biden administration on that front.
1: Yeah. Well I mean yeah and you know, I don't know if did we even talk about a couple of weeks back that memo that the Biden administration sent out to media telling them how they were to talk about the Trump Charges compared to Hunter's charges, etc. and CNN used that. some of it word for word. <laughs> so embarrassing. Meanwhile, Joe Rogan Alice is going to get the um. It's like everyone's treating him with kid is is going to get the um. Um. Uh. Russell Brand treatment.
4: No one is going to run against Trump in the Republican side and win because you are not going to get the Trump supporters. They are all in on Trump unless he has a stroke, unless something happens that's horrible. He they're all in on Trump. You're, you if you run against Trump you're yeah. now the enemy of Trump if I was friends with DeSantis I'd be like don't do it you can't beat that guy you just can't when that guy gets out there and he's waving to people and they're going crazy you're not beating that there's a f- And the fact that he was the president for four years and the country was in a a great economic situation and it looked like his policies were actually effective and that it looked like the unemployment was down, all business Mm -hmm. was building, regulations were being relaxed, more things were getting done. You know, when you look at it from a policy perspective, if you just look at it on paper, what he did was effective. A lot of people think it was effective. You don't like him as a personality, so you ignore that. Don't do that. Look at it in terms of a policy perspective. People liked the ideas that he was putting forward. And now you're sitting like, oh, the wall is raised. Now the the Everybody thinks there needs to be a wall. Even the mayor of Mm -hmm. New York City Mm -hmm. is now calling to stop immigration into a city. And this was the guy that called it for it to be a sanctuary state. When the reality of what your policies, what what kind of actions you put forth, what the results of that are, and those results are highly negative. You're forced to sort of recollect, recollect your thoughts mm-hmm. and come up with a, a, a new perspective. And that's what the mayor of New York City is doing right now. When you just look at what Trump's policies were, and then obviously COVID hits. There's a lot to that. The lockdowns, the the economic collapse, all the shit that came with that, that all none of that is good. And then Trump. Holds up this like hope to bring us back to where we were when he was in office. You're not gonna beat that I don't think they're gonna beat that. I don't I don't think when you look at the Russia collusion When you look at the steel dossier when you look at all the bullshit They tried to throw at him that we now know is bullshit not just bullshit but coordinated bullshit when you -hmm. look at the fact that they suppressed these Hunter Biden laptop story and that 51 intelligence agency Representatives signed off on that to say that this was Russian disinformation, which we know they know is not true that's scary because now you have the intelligence agencies colluding to keep a guy from being president that was president during a time where the country was thriving economically. This is, you're not going to beat that guy. Would, you, would he get your vote? He'd get my vote before, <coughs> excuse me, he'd get my vote before Biden. I said that before. I don't think that, I, I never thought that Biden was going to make it. I never, I never thought that he was going to be functional. You know, like, regardless of what what kind of power the president actually has. And it appears under Trump, the president has a lot more power than we think they do. So there you go.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, and I'm sorry, but but Rogan gives people permission to mm-hmm. vote for Trump. Because
2: he's a Bernie bro. He's right. He's like a normal dude. Right. He's not, like, some fringy MAGA guy, Right. despite what people try and spin him as. He's right. not at all
1: and, that. And I was just listening tonight to the M&M thing saying, I don't understand Trump people. He doesn't give a crap about you. He doesn't give a crap about you. We talked about this last night. Mm-hmm. They don't seem to understand. We're not... Uh, people who like Trump aren't saying that they're going to get invited to Mar-a-Lago and get to hang out with him and Melania. <laughs> I
2: know.
1: They're just saying... I don't even want to do that, that. that. They know that they're getting screwed, and they think he knows that they're getting screwed. Just like Chappelle said with that skit mm-hmm. saying you know, Trump came out of the mansion with all the elites and said, just so you know, all the they crap are doing thought...
2: all that yes. stuff that you thought. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. So I mean, that's what people just don't get it. They're so angry at it that they don't give it a second to to like uh, to notice. Yeah.
2: Well, and, and you and I have talked about this a bit because it's like the further we get along in the primary season, the more inevitable Trump feels. And it doesn't seem like it's going anywhere like is he gonna win all these early primary states with like 80 percent of the vote how long is it gonna take people to drop out and i understand people are saying and i was saying this six months ago but the race looked really different six months ago right like you know you gotta let some of the campaign play out here but like the more we're letting it play out the further ahead that he gets
3: yeah so the
2: people who are still out here saying like oh just wait like, nobody's even voted yet. Like, Ron DeSantis is going to do... Mm. Like, he's not gonna... It's The general th- election
1: is on right now. Especially in the fact that the Trump has 137 charges means that the general election is on. The, the,
2: oh, Nikki Haley's yeah. up to 13%.
1: The, the, wow. The, the like... poll like... the dispatch can talk Nikki Haley <laughs> night and day <laughs> and, and interview Asa Hutchinson
4: <laughs> night and day. That's a good. But
2: you and I were saying that, like, it's like, when it was something with, like, Nikki Haley surging, somebody was talking about how great Nikki Haley would be or something, and you were like, I don't understand voters. I don't understand voters. Who's excited by Nikki Haley? Right. Like, but So this is,
1: the Democrats tweeted out this thing. It's, it's almost a, a flyer saying, it mm-hmm. says, with graphics saying, Biden-Harris wins. And they've got a bunch of bullet points. It, and listen, to this, the ones that are di- aren't disingenuous are just way out of where, other than the squad, you'd want to hear. Here's bullet point number one. Over 13 million jobs added. Don't effing treat us like we're stupid. Yeah, we were
2: here when you took office. Right. We were in the worst part of the lockdown depression that we were in. Right.
1: You closed all the the jobs. Here's the second one. Strongest economic recovery in G7. One, we don't care about the other countries in the G7. Yeah,
2: sorry. The other countries that you always tell us we should be more like were worse. Like, oh.
1: Yep. Number three is actually one that, depending (laughs) on how it works out, could be one, a good one. Bringing semiconductor manufacturing back to the U.S. Of course, it's having a lot of pitfalls getting them mm-hmm. to actually do that because the prices are through the roof. Right. But that's probably a wise piece of legislation that he that he signed. Um, canceled more than $117 billion in student loan debt. Are you effing kidding me? Yeah, nobody Why don't we likes just, that. that. The only thing that that's more, better than is canceling student loan debt for Ukrainians at their <laughs> colleges, which is coming. Now, this is my favorite one, else. Right. Okay. Well, he says gun safety, historic climate action. Freak, what does that mean to anybody? Protecting fundamental right to marriage. Nobody knows what that means, too. Um, executive orders protecting reproductive rights. Fine, that that might work for the base. For the base, that's right. He's a big abortion guy. Um, Strengthen U.S. alliances and partnerships around the world It's too bad it had to be strengthened It's right. too bad it had to be strengthened So that we can all fight this proxy war against the, the Russians Listen to this Your family's hurting, you can't afford anything Set demographic and professional diversity records For jud- judicial appointments Oh wow Wow, more identity hires More quotas Mm -hmm. Great. And meanwhile, his his spokesperson is like the prime example of why you don't hire by diversity alone. Right. He's a moron. Now, here's the best part of this. Mm -hmm. Bipartisan infrastructure law. Okay. Now, there was a bipartisan infrastructure law. Mm -hmm. Republicans did vote for it. Yep. But it wasn't called that. There was no bipartisan infrastructure law. What was it called? Um,
2: the Inflation Reduction Act. Right. <laughs> That's nowhere to be found on
1: this brochure
2: because we failed to do any inflation reduction. Correct. And it was inflation causing.
1: That's correct. So it now just says bipartisan infrastructure law. Well, which one? No, no, no none in particular. Nothing. It's, it's fine. <laughs> go down. Go down here to uh, to historic climate action, please. Just keep going. <laughs> it's amazing to me. All right, we'll get to the gamey person tomorrow, okay? Right? Okay. Does that work? That is. fine
2: fundamentally- What is the hot sauce, Alice? The hot sauce is the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce, a delicious and hot hot sauce that brings us the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Lime, where you can leave a chat chat message for the show.
1: Mm. <laughs> Two messages, Alice. Okay. People are mad at you, I bet. That's why.
2: Probably. Okay, BB. Bar and Barrel. DB, Danny and
1: Belrica. future namesake. Okay. Hey, guys. Hey, do we know? Danny, are you going to, are you going to be in Saco or at home? Do we know?
2: I don't know if we know if he'll be in Saco
1: or at home. It's Danny. Hi, Danny. It's been a while. Yeah, Danny, we miss you. Uh, things have been a little nuts. Well, oh, I But wanted to check
3: in, say hello. Um uh, a couple days behind, but first off, please, I uh, appreciate the thought. No need to get me anything. You know, if you got some burn barrel onesies laying around, that'd be great. You know, maybe matching ones for me and Ollie. Um, but you know, the the gift of your uh, beautiful discourse every day is. Uh, Will Ollie's
2: all that mom I need, allow so. him to wear a shat head onesie?
1: Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> oh, that's a, Alice. That would be that's, that's horrific. That's child abuse. Is uh,
3: all that I need. So well, thank, thank you, you, Danny. Although I did get a little nervous, Tom, when you brought up how bad you guys are at gifting, and same here. Yeah, uh, yeah. That Alice. Did not take
1: kindly to that. No, yeah. (laughs) At the end of the day, you still are a woman. So I freaking got to worry about getting snake bit. It's
3: like a little nervous that uh, the meat forks have reemerged and I was potentially the cause of another marital rift. So I'm glad you guys get over that pretty quickly. Now, if you do want to name your child after me, I have no problem with that. My childhood
1: friend, Alice, Danny Smith, was my best friend Mm -hmm. growing up.
3: I'd be happy to give my blessing, and uh, I'll come up for the uh, Orthodox christening or whatever, which probably Ooh. takes, what,
1: Six, seven hours. 20,
3: 30 hours. Yeah. About that. So, yeah, you know, keep it in mind. Do we have? I'm good with that. My middle name's Jeremiah, by the way, so if you want to pop that in there.
1: Oh, very nice. All right, take
3: All right, care, cool. guys.
1: Thanks, Danny. Appreciate it. Good to hear from you again. Um, um, yeah, we have to get two baptized, right? Yeah, oh, I was gonna. We're reset. still Cyril
2: oh, was like kind of during COVID, so we got a, he like missed it. He was mad too because he's been waiting to be baptized. Because the Orthodox Church, you can take communion like as soon as you're baptized, they don't mm. wait. But then once I was pregnant, it's like, whatever, like we'll just do them both at once and like not make the godparents go through it twice. Oh, that's whatever. right. You know, so then I was oh. like, we'll just do them together. But he was like, but that's not fair because then the baby will be baptized right away and I won't get to be
1: baptized. And I wasn't I baptized know. Okay, until we'll talk, I Okay, we'll, we'll get him done to yeah. a, a bogo. Um, I forgot, Alice. Mm-hmm. I I started t- telling this story 51 minutes ago. What story? That I ran into a friend of ours. Yes. Oh, yeah, downtown yes, on did... Main Street. Mm-hmm he was pulling out of his driveway but there was cars coming so he couldn't really but i was stopped i was going to cross the driveway behind him so i was just standing there and i wanted to, to let him go because if he had any time so he kind of looked over and and was almost about to pull out but then he didn't pull out but then he said okay you can go and then i started walking and then i heard him say something and i thought that maybe i gave him like a weird i didn't give him any i was i wasn't I... he did everything right but I thought maybe I looked at him wrong or said something wrong, or sometimes I just have uh, like the bad energy. I thought he was like saying, "Hey, mother." I didn't work. So then I got, I took my headphones off a little bit, and he's a listener. It's a guy you've talked about before, mm-hmm. and who's married to Jennifer, mm-hmm. who we've met. Yes, who's great. Yes, and that's great. So that's mm-hmm. that's great. And what is his name? Tim. Tim. Hey, nice to meet you. Kind of. I'm sorry about that. If I seemed awkward and rushed, I was actually. I was in the middle of walking and I was heading towards. I believe I'm a uh, anomalous uh, freak, Alice. As I walk, <laughs> I need to find some back roads. But uh, People nice always meeting you. Talk
2: too. about how they see you walking. I know <laughs> everybody. We were at softball the other day, and one of the dads was like, "I always see you walking, Tom."
1: Yeah, they all <laughs> assume I assume it's, I just get DUI'd. Um, okay, so we're gonna have to hang out with Tim and Jennifer. And Jennifer. And other people in Merrimack to be to, that we won't name because they're they could be politically persecuted, and other people in West Newberry. yes, as well. How come none of our we can't name any people who who like us?
2: <laughs> Everybody has to live in hiding.
1: All right, Alice. Well-butin, wellbutrin. Well, oh, sorry, Wellbutrin from Merrimack.
2: That's a psychiatric drug. Is it really?
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, are you on psych medication? No. Have you ever been?
2: Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't know. No, but I know people who are on that one. Oh, okay. I think it um messes with your libido,
1: among other, oh. among other
2: bad side effects. So.
1: Oh. Isn't it interesting that when I needed my psych medication for uh, January, mm-hmm. that like I had anxiety, but I got three things? Isn't <laughs> I just tell you? I was talking to a, ph- a pharmaceutical person today about that. And just how the, the whole racket goes, mm-hmm. and the way the incentive system works, etc. And it was—it's remarkable. It's—it's it's mm-hmm. a indeed a crisis, and one that one should follow money on. But we'll talk about it later. Hi, Steve from Aramex. Hey, Steve. I
4: just wanted to respond to Doctor Cheselwitz's message about what would happen if the two of you split up. Yes. Who would win more audience?
1: Yes. And uh, I have to say that. Um, be prepared to take a hit here,
2: Alice. I'm ready to take a hit. You're, yeah, you're, I wouldn't listen to me. I don't yeah. know why. I'll thank you would.
1: in advance, Steve. I will thank you in advance. I think I would go with Tom. Yes. And mm-hmm. The only reason is, I think we've had a
3: good enough end on what the Alice F. Buckley show
1: would sound <laughs> like. And uh, I, I love you, Alice. You're terrific. I know. I
2: agree. But, uh, I agree. Not- I like listening to Tom too. That's why I married him.
4: You're terrific, but uh, not a lot of laughs. True. <laughs> and in fact, true. you know, I uh, after listening to a couple of the solo shows that you've done, I had to go like load up on the well mm-hmm. Uh <laughs>
2: Thank you. I know, sorry. not a lot thank of laughs.
1: <laughs> said sorry, Steve. Well said, as usual. No. A perfect it's... message. Well said. Mm-hmm. Very accurate. I've always said good things about Merrimack, Alice. And uh, God bless, Steve.
2: Thank you so much for listening, even though, you know, I dragged down the show into a depressing place. You're Princess Valium
4: (laughs) from Spaceballs.
2: Um, And uh, I appreciate all you guys, and I hope that I'm not keeping the psych medication industry in business. But, you know, um, if you want to join us, Live um, to talk to me in the chat, you can do that at uh, patreoncom burnbarrel. If that's too depressing, you can just listen to the show I'll for free that. at burnbarrelpodcast.com. That's self pity, Alice. That's self pity. There are jokes. Oh, yeah, we oh, see. <laughs> I see.
1: There's a few elements that go into making <laughs> jokes that we'll go over next time.
0: Okay. <laughs>
2: Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code Presson twenty five at checkout for twenty five percent off Impress Manicure and Presson Falsies.